0: Thank you so much for joining us on our third Formula One webinar. It's actually not Formula One. It's actually Formula Follow-Up, and we have some great tools that we have been sharing about how to really connect with people that come to your church and get them plugged in. We talked about using digital your digital assets uh, a couple weeks ago. We talked about discovery and uh, this week we're going to be talking about engagement, and so we're excited about today's webinar, and thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today. Uh, My name is Phil Thompson, and uh, I have been uh, working with uh, Steve Lacy with StreamingChurch.tv now for almost 10 years. I have a history and uh, involvement in church work for many, many years, as well as Broadcasting, and Steve Lacey, who is our founder and CEO, has a background for many years in the aerospace industry. Steve, how are you this morning? I am doing great. Well, we're glad to have you here as a part of things. Love the fact that we can tap into your experience. And then our guest, who was recently pulled over by the police for speeding, uh, his name is Craig Smee.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, Craig uh, actually comes from South Africa. Where He was a committed Christian and also a businessman in the banking industry for many years, and uh, he is now in the Oklahoma, Texas area. We've known Craig for many years. He has uh, had much, much success in the pastoral ministry, especially with uh, doing digital things, social media, church online things, and we're excited to have you here, Craig. How are you
1: today? Very well. Thanks, uh, folks. Good to be here. Um, Good to be with you guys. Excited about today's session. Uh, so I, I think just um, as, a, as a kind of get to get some of these concept, concepts entrenched into our minds, I thought we'd just go back very quickly for those of you who weren't with us last week and just get some of the key principles entrenched. Because when you have the foundation principles of the concept of, of real world to digital world and back again in your organization, it, it really becomes, um, you know, really easy to roll out your strategies if you understand the principles. I was often told if, you got the principle in place, the decisions are easy. So I uh, just thought we'd go through those principles again and, and have a look at exactly what we're talking about so that we don't leave anybody behind. The, the most important thing is on this first slide to understand is that orbiting your church, orbiting your ministry at any given time is uh, it are pockets of people that are utilizing different mechanisms to, 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 to reach you and for you to reach them. Uh, and when we have a look at these tools that we have in hand, it's important to understand that we need to stop short only of sin to reach people with the gospel. Um, And so we should be wide open to understanding how we close the loop. How many people are coming into your church right now that are dipping in on Google, having a look at your website, and then you never see them in the physical world or arrive at the physical world and they slip out the back door and you see them for a week or two and you don't know where they've gone. Um, The back door is probably, more of an important door to watch than the front door in many of our organizations. And so when we have a look at this, this closing the loop, um, there's really three areas that we need to look at when it revolves around the real world and the digital world. Uh, Just to put into our minds that the real world and the digital world when it comes to engagement are not necessarily defined by which channels we personally use. I was chatting to a pastor the other day uh, and he says, no, you know, Facebook's not big in our organization. Um, and, uh, and I said, okay, um, how is that working for you? And he said, well, I don't use Facebook. The congregation doesn't use Facebook. Nobody's on Facebook. So what we did was we went onto Facebook and we had a look. There was an unofficial group um, around his church of 2,600 followers um, that had just kind of got on their own and were doing their own thing. Um, and it blew him away because he's never on Facebook, so he would never have tracked that down. Don't ever assume that we know what channels or what platforms people are coming in on and how we can engage with them um, at that level. If we can get this role right, if we can go to the, the next slide, please, Phil, we understand that there's really two types of audiences that are utilizing different channels. The first is the the discovery who are they? Uh, who preaches? What does it sound like? What do they believe? Where where, where are they? So on and so forth. Um, and then we have the engaged crowd who, how do I become a part? How do I, once I've arrived, how do I check my kids in? Um, a first-time visitor in your organization needs to be categorized as an engaged user, not a person in discovery. We, we had a look at statistics, and 87% of people who visit a church, first of all, visit them or find them online. They find them on your website. They find you on Google. And so when you have a look at it, it's essential to understand that um, if somebody has discovered you on the web and actually arrived at your building, they've already engaged. Now we need to close the engagement loop. Do they leave after engaging? They've they've actually arrived at your building. That's engagement. Do they leave going, I wish I hadn't discovered this church? Or do they leave going, I want to become more engaged? Um, And have you given them the tools once they've made the first step of engagement to engage with you more deeply? If you can get people happy that they discovered your church and really excited about engaging, you're going to get an invite culture. And you're going to get advocates in your organisation. So today I wanted to have a quick look at how we can do that. So, um, and I just want to reiterate Steve's comments: is, is, hey, if, if you guys want to, please feel free to um, ask questions and 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 just um, um, and we'll we'll address them during the con- during the conversation or at the end, depending. So then, if we go on to that next slide, we're really having a look at three basic principles. Um, Of of what we do here. The first is to understand that we are constantly need to be in a two way discovery mode. It's not just about a church member finding your church, it's about them finding you and you finding them. Um, The Grand Commission tells us to go therefore, not wait therefore. Um, And and we don't just wait around for people to discover us, we go therefore and we put out whatever tools we can to help people discover us and we discover them. And then we need to understand in our organization in our minds what constitutes an engaged person what are when are they engaged when do they when do we deem them engaged? A lot of churches will deem somebody engaged when they sign a connect card or or engage with a life group or a or Bible study group or come back the third time or their kids get checked into children 's school. What is a good touch point that can measure engagement because you want to be measuring. How many people are discovering you, and how many people are you discovering, and how many people actually arrive? And so, you have to have from an engagement perspective in your organization, you need to decide right up front, well, I'm going to measure these two or three things to make sure that I am measuring my levels of engagement. Now, if you think about it, you've got a lot of, a lot of. Um, people. You've got a lot of people coming and going in your organization. You've got a lot of people coming and and arriving at your church and leaving from your church. And really, when we have a look at, I don't know about you, you might be an anomaly, but when you have a look at the concept of connect cards or cards that people fill in, how many are we really getting? How many are are we really utilizing? So maybe connect cards would be one of the things that you need to measure maybe it's a check-in in in your children's church, maybe it's it's, uh, whether or not people come back for the second time. But then if you're going to be measuring those things, you've got to have mechanisms of measuring them. So things like second-time visitor, third-time visitor, your congregation might be small enough that you can recognize when that person's there for the first time or the second time. You might know the information, but we've got to have um, we had a comment last week where data has to have a seat at your table. You've got to have data telling you what's going on from an engagement perspective. We can't commit it to memory. How many times don't we as pastors look back and go, oh, w- w- have they been here every m- week this month or have they been here twice? I-, I can't quite remember. So whatever your measurement is, whatever your, your measurement of engagement is, get really good at measuring engagement. If, if you, whatever you choose to, to be those measurements of engagement, then measure those things and measure them well. If we have a look, though, there are so many platforms, slide number four, that can speak to us and tell us levels of engagement. And some of them are on, on, on the left-hand side of old school, and they're becoming exceptions, like physical mail and, and telephone calls. They're slowly but surely becoming exceptions. On the right hand side of the digitally progressive, you've got channels like Snapchat and Instagram and Pinterest and all these crazy platforms that are coming out at a rate of knots that are usually used with your youth um but but they're there and they and they use there are platforms that we can use to measure engagement. Hey, I'll give you an example just today we had a family uh, sorry a, a couple of months ago we had a family visit us here at our Boswell location in oklahoma and um we, we were really excited, a young family, five children, filled up a whole classroom of our, of our kids' church, uh, really excited history of church. They came once or twice. We measured their engagement, we tracked them, and then they, just stopped, they stopped coming, they, they weren't around. But then we put out a call for, the, there's been some illness in a family, and we put out a call for meals on our Facebook page, and hey, this family engaged. Because we were listening and we were linking our engagement measurements, our engagement points, we were able to reconnect with that family on a different platform than w- waiting for them to come through the front doors. The plus about that is is that we could have a conversation with them on Facebook that we might not have had an opportunity to have a conversation with them on when they came through our doors because we, we, we have so many people on a Sunday morning and we couldn't connect with them. So we have to be seeing that we captured the information. We knew her name. We knew his name. We had that on our church database. They were sitting in waiting open mode um, on our church database. So when this name popped up on our Facebook, our administrator looked up on the, on the church database to find out if that person was waiting and engaged because they would engaged with us um, on the Facebook platform. And we were able to connect these engaged uh, engagement points, both from a digi- digital world and a physical world, and get those things moving um, and get them working together. So Craig, wonder, how,
0: how aggressive should we be with that?
1: That's a good question, um, Stephen. It, it, it really is, um, you know, you don't want to be the big brother, but what I found is um, the, the social media platforms that we have, um, if we are Genuinely, and, and a lot of this, and, and for those of you theologians out there, a lot of this, um, this entire webinar material is actually based on, on Romans chapter 12. Um, Romans chapter 12 says we shouldn't be doing um, marketing and engagement and, and, and church like the world does it. We should be changing our minds and, and not doing it the same way. So we wouldn't want to be as aggressive as, a, as an advertising agency or a marketing agency or a, a big brother enterprise that's looking on people. But we do want to be aggressively loving people. Um, Romans chapter 12 goes on to say, don't just say you love people, genuinely love them. Um, and so I wouldn't just be saying from my pulpit, I love, I love you brothers and sisters, but when you have a cry for help on social media, I, I do nothing um, because I'm not monitoring social media. So it really is about saying, I found that, that if, if you genuinely are approaching people because you care and love, love them, um, that, that, covers, that covers it all. And, and so this is not just a, a heart to grow numbers or it's, it's not just a heart to, to get people in the front doors of your church or to build followers on your Facebook group or your page. It really is about using these tools to genuinely love people and to genuinely reach them. Um, And and we need to be able to monitor and be who we are as an organization on all of these platforms. So if you are an evangelistic type person, well, then be that on social media. If you are a a pastoral type person, well, then be that on social media. Don't try and uh, and use these platforms to manipulate people. I want the people that are on the platforms of my local church to know that I love them and I'm listening to them and I'm hearing them and I'm monitoring them and I'm talking to them and I'm dialoguing with them. However, a lot of churches just use their social media platforms as another form of um, printed announcements or printed bulletins where they're just telling people what's going on at the church. Social media from an engagement perspective is so much more than just advertising what's happening at your church. You're allowing people to discover you, but you're doing very little to discover people. Um, And so your digital channels, even your online streaming platform, is a great way of demonstrating to people that you are willing to meet them and reach them wherever they're at. I don't know if that really answers your question, Steve, but it, it really is the theme by which we govern all of our social media activity here at Victory Life is that are we genuinely loving people? By this comment, by this question, are we genuinely loving them or are we just answering them for the sake of answering them or telling them where to go for the sake of telling them where to go. All right.
0: so this is really, this important, is really important to get, get their information, information in.
1: And you want to balance that with a loving approach. Sounds great. Yeah. Um So when it comes to this adoption-adaption um, stuff, um, it's understanding that we need to be adapting to that which our congregation is adopting, not assuming that we know what's going on. Um, the, the, the story of the pastor who, who thought that his congregation wasn't on Facebook refers. He assumed, um, and is that genuinely loving the congregation, um, whereas we should be going out to engage with people. Now there's a very fine line, and if we, if we go to the next slide, there's a very fine line of understanding how we actually operate with an engaged user. Um, an engaged user is someone that arrives at your location, even if it's for the first time, that's engagement. Um, so if we, had to, if we had to compare this to the secular world, um, and we did a whole lot of social media marketing for a product, and the customer actually arrived at our doors and purchased the product, they've only been in our store the first time, that person would be classed as a client, as a customer. Well, if we think of that through our biblical lens of Romans chapter 12, well then, somebody who has found your organization on Google and has actually arrived at your church and has consumed your message, they are considered engaged, even though they're there for the very first time. So we need to think a little bit differently because we often neglect to think of a user's digital journey to get to our organization as being the starting point. And in our minds, we often consider the first time they walk through our doors as the starting point. Even with streaming church, we are now able, people are able to be in your church for months before they even walk through the door. Does that mean that they're not engaged? Does that mean that they're not a member until they've walked through your doors? Um, if, you're going to con- if you're going to stream your church, well then, hey, think about this. Somebody who's watching you online for months is as part of your church as somebody who comes to your building for months. And so make sure that you are are really kind of being part and 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 engaging with these with these people, um, if if that will you know get them to to understand that they are part of your church when they are digitally engaged. So to to carry on the thought process of of, uh, of this, this concept, it's also as much as somebody that is coming to your church for the very first time, um, as much as you've, you've got um, people arriving at your location in an engaged mode for the very first time, it's also an existing member. Somebody that is been at your church for years is, is an engaged user. And so when we have a look at these engaged users, they are doing a number of different things. They're either engaged and are in further discovery mode. New person arrives at your doors. New person arrives at your website. They've engaged with you. They've commented. They've asked a question. They've arrived at your building. But they now step back into a discovery mode. So is that the church I really wanted to be at? Isn't it the church I really wanted to be at? Did I feel at home there? There's a general kind of another visit to the discovery line. Um, Or they're an existing member going, well, I'm in. How do I get last week's message? How do I give? How do I register for a life group? How do I participate? How, do, how am I leveraging all of this data that my existing members are asking me to get them engaged as well? We can have a member, but they might not be engaged. Um, and so how do we leverage all of these measuring points to see and, and plot, hey, how, well is my, how, how good is my engagement process? How good is what I'm doing uh, from an engagement perspective? And so when we have a look at that process, it's an interesting concept because we might assume that just because member X has been here for forever and a day, that they are thoroughly engaged. Well, if you have a look at your engagement measurements, you might be interested to see that very, a, low, a lower percentage of your members are, are as engaged as you think. Um, how many of them are attending a, a Bible study or a life group? How many of them are actively volunteering how many of them are signing up for events how many of them are engaging with those things or are we just leaving that to our assumption of how engaged our church really is and the incredible thing about um the the digital platforms is we have an ability for people to be engaged with our church and our church never has to sleep and uh, and and so they can be really engaged really informed and uh, and be part of our church and be actively involved in in that process so what does our response need to be to these newly engaged or long-term engaged users well first of all we need to understand that we can't just contain our engagement touch points to the physical world and a lot of pastors a lot of ministers don't see that the digital world is as important an engagement platform we put out the connect card We do the welcome to the family physical, and we've got a whole process for when somebody's there for the first time, but we don't have the same process when somebody likes our page for the first time, follows us on Instagram for the first time. Do we go back to those people who follow us and say, hey, thanks for the follow? Looking forward to seeing you. Tell us a bit about yourself. No, we just kind of leave it open ended and, well, that's just another Facebook like. No, that's another potentially engaged church member that's just said it's as important. Um, to them that you follow up with them on, on a Facebook engagement than it is with a physical connect card engagement. So we need to be just broadening our minds where the physical becomes digitally oriented and the digital becomes physically oriented. Then we need to have a look and say, well, in our physical world, are we driving people to these other digital touch points and digital engagements? If these digital engagements are so valuable, can we drive people to them? So how can we automate, for example, on our streaming church platform that, hey, there's a follow-up process? And I know Stephen Philip just developed an incredible tool that allows us to say, not only are you here, but we can discover you as much as you can discover us. When that discovery of each other happens, that's engagement. So when somebody reaches in and has a look at you on Google and you follow up with them and that engagement swaps over, that means you're now engaged and so we've got engagement happening. Your announcements, your digital, is there a digital drive? Um, a lot of churches are moving over to text-based connect cards because it's simple, it's easy to use, and you've got instant capture of a mobile number, so follow-up becomes really, really easy. You can do things like, in the, in the experience, encourage people to take out their mobile phones. Oh, but Pastor, what about people who are just gonna be on Facebook? Well. I'm gonna engage people and I'm gonna get a greater percentage of people engaged if I can offer them things to do on their mobile phones as opposed to them getting bored and just taking out their mobile phones to find something else to do. So why not engage a whole generation that is now got the, the second screen mentality? So for example, hey, Can can you capture your notes? Can you share a video clip? Can you can you push out an invitation? Can you tell people that you've checked in at church? Can you do something um, in the in the experience? Note taking, whatever it is. uh, A lot of our locations now, um, when we when we when we take up the or receive the offering, we are actually telling people, hey, why don't you take out your phones? You can give right now on the app um, while the buckets are being passed. And we're finding that our in the room giving is dropping off and our online digital giving is increasing. And, uh, and, and as a result, we've got an engagement point, a digital engagement point, that even though they would have just dropped some money into a, into, a, into a basket or a bucket, whatever it is, and we've got no knowledge of who dropped that money in, now because we've got a digital touch point, we can see, we can track, we can send out emails thanking them for their giving, we can do all sorts of engagement um, via the digital track, so that really works really really well. And then we need to understand that our um, abilities. If we have an app, that I can be pushing notifications to people. I can be pushing main points to people that are in the room. If I have an app, I can I can be engaging with people at a totally high, much higher level um, than just a whole lot of people arriving and leaving the door, and I don't know who I've who I've engaged with. So it really does help. Um, When you have a a really well-built out app that can help you with your in-the-room physical experience as well as your streaming church experience. Then we have a look at at stuff like, hey, is my social media experience just a, a broadcast of what's going on? Or is it actually an engaged experience? Are my social media guys portraying a conversation, dialogue? Or is it just, hey, this is what's happening at the church. This is what's happening at the church. And then finally, the biggest one that a lot of churches tend to neglect is are we leveraging our church database to be an engagement tool or just a database? So I'll give you an example of how you can do that. What we do here is we use a tool that mines all of the kids' church check-ins every single weekend. And when a new family checks in, they might not fill in a Connect card, but they have to check their, their families in. Well, as soon as that happens, and that's a new entry to the database, the kids' church um, pastor gets notified. And they then handle the connect process going forward. And it comes from a, hey, we noticed you checked in for the first time at our church. Your son so-and-so, your daughter so-and-so was an absolute blessing to have in class, only if it's the truth. And then, um, and then from there, um, we are able to make connection. Simple digital engagement. They check their kids in. They discovered us. We, I mean, we discovered them. They put the information in and we pushed that forward to be a bidirectional directional discovery process, which leads to engagement. And so that's, that's kind of how the database can be utilized to touch point. Um, and, uh, and, and so it goes. So it really is in summary, um, and to say thank you for listening to me ramble, it really is about having a heart to genuinely seek out the touch points that people are using to discover your church so that you can use those same touch points to discover the people and to find out where they're at and what they're doing. And if we can get that right, well, then we really are in a place of genuinely looking at engagement. And there's a number of ways that if if you are interested that I've journeyed with multiple churches through in how to attach church database integration um, with, with notifications and, and how we can really leverage all of that information. Far too much to go into in 30 minutes. Um, this really, for me, is the most exciting part of church because it's, it's directly fulfilling um, our biblical call to go out and seek, and we can use these tools to easily enable how we go out and seek and, and find those who are hurt, broken, and lost. So that's my story, uh, Steve and Phil. I hope it's been informative, and I hope that there's going to be some questions. Yeah. Thanks. That's great. Hey, I see,
0: uh, is that, uh, Bishop Luter attending here with us? I thought, thought I recognized that I need to connect you up with Craig. Um, Craig, Bishop Luter's actually been a longtime friend of ours. He's in New York area now and he's, he's a digital pioneer. Um, he's been using, uh, digital tools in his ministry for decades now. So I just, I just, I need to, Bishop Luter, send me an email and uh, I'll connect you up with Craig. I think you guys would have a ton to talk about. That's good. Yes, he's been with us for many years. Craig, we really really do appreciate, I put the slide up here, how people can contact you. Craig at nimble.church. The website is Nimble. N I M B L E dot church. And then, of course, you can contact us anytime. Support at streamingchurch.tv is our email. Of course, the website is streamingchurch.tv. And Craig, I, I love this because when I think about the scriptures, Jesus and his disciples, they went to wherever the people were. It wasn't just the synagogue or the temple. They were out in public. They went in people's homes. They were all over the place because they had a desire. To uh, connect with people and to engage people, and I believe uh, digital digital media is, is is a great tool to do those things
1: amen and' it's, it's also what's incredible about it is that you know I, I was very blessed to do some work with uh, with Reynold bonker and as as wonderful as his ministry is, um, you know there were there were millions of people in front of him at some stadiums and some stages, and there was just no way we could connect with every single person there. The incredible thing about digital is that you might not connect with everybody that looks at your platform, but it's so much more measurable. It's so much more contactable. It's so much more, uh, it gives you so many more uh, uh, you know, moments of contact and engagement that just, just general kind of en masse people visiting your building. I often say that a good digital pastor will probably speak and have more conversations in his ministry than a pastor that only has conversations after he's finished preaching on a Sunday morning. Because there's only so many people you can speak to. But digitally, you can reach thousands personally. Um, and so it, it really is a, a neat platform. And I really believe that God is, God is, is quickening the church to use these kinds of tools uh, for the benefit of his church and for the benefit of his kingdom. Because uh, we can reach more and we can obtain more souls for the kingdom than we can by just doing it in a traditional way.
0: Absolutely. All right. So we're going to wrap things up here, but I do want to let you know that our next webinar will be called Invite, and that is going to be happening live October 31st. That's going to be a Wednesday at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, again, it's called Invite. So a couple of weeks from now, October 31st, we will let everybody know about that and be sure and tell your friends about these free webinars. We have a vision to help churches and ministries use technology to reach people. That's why we're here. So again, thank you, Craig, for your time.
1: My pleasure. It's been a blessing to be here.
0: And thank you, Steve Lacy, for your time.
1: I always learn something. I've I've listened to Craig several times and every
0: time I, I listen to some of these pieces, I go, Oh yeah. So great stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I'm Phil Thompson. We hope that you have a great day and we will talk to you again soon. Take care.
1: Bye bye now.